Hi, I'm Maha Bulanane, and you're listening to Savvy Talk. Welcome to our special Ramadan series brought to you by Do Business called Inspiring Growth, where we're celebrating entrepreneurs and innovators who share their personal stories to help others learn valuable lessons. Today's guest is Mona Mirza, the founder and CEO of BioLite. Having worked in the beauty industry since the age of 18 in the UK, Mona's experience spans more than 30 years. She began her career as a cosmetologist at the start of the beauty laser revolution in the 1990s and was one of the very first licensed practitioners in the UK. Her love for treating skin began as a personal journey, which culminating into her passion to heal and treat problematic skin. She now runs Dubai's premier clinic, providing the latest aesthetic and longevity treatments for beauty, health, and wellness. Hello, Mona. Hi, Maha. I am so excited to have you as a guest today on Inspiring Growth. So first of all, Ramadan Kareem. Ramadan Kareem to you too, and thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, so what has your Ramadan routine been like so far this week? Oh, it's been great, actually. It's been quite effortless, super easy. Um, yeah, it just feels like another day. I get home earlier, which is nice. So tell me, I want to talk a lot about your story and your journey. And, you know, the first segment of the show is called Grow As We Go. And I want to know how did you get to where you are today, your background and the story of BioLite? Wow. How much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, we're actually celebrating in total 20 years of BioLite. I started BioLite off in 2002 in London. Uh, I started the whole journey off by my own, you know, through my own skin issues, which was acne, found myself pursuing a career into um, beauty, aesthetics, and just evolved into coming into BioLite. It's a, it's a real journey because I had no idea I'd be setting up my own clinic. I was just trying to sort out my own skin and then felt like I needed to help everyone. So it was a sense of purpose that was driving me. And I just uh, found myself learning about lasers, laser treatments, setting up a clinic for a bunch of doctors in London. And that really propelled me to feel like I can do this. I can, I can help others. And I, I want to be right there at this time. You know, lasers were big in the nineties and I was at the right place at the right time. Did you know that you wanted to become an entrepreneur? I absolutely, right from, I think the time that I was probably six or seven, it was, it was in my blood. My father was an entrepreneur. I always knew that this is the way I want to be. Uh, this is the route I want to go down. Uh, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I always knew that, you know, I'd seen it in the house. I'd seen it in my home. I was always supporting my father in his business. I remember going on weekends after school. So it was, it was exciting. I could see the change, the evolution and everything that was happening. So I felt like I can do this. This is exciting stuff. So I, I think it was very natural for me. I love that. So how did you have the skills? Like, did you study uh, business? Did you learn from your father? I think a lot of it, a lot of what I've learned as an entrepreneur 
has been mentoring through my father and through various individuals who've had, you know, I've had an incredible opportunity to work with in, in London. Um, certain doctors, uh, lots of individuals who I, I, I literally would work for nothing purely to gain skills from them because that was priceless. But above all, I'd say, you know, I have gone to beauty school. Yes, I trained in beauty. And I also later on in life went to university to study as a mature student, uh, both business administration as well as accountancy. So I left school at 16 uh, due to circumstances. I didn't really want to be that dropout, but I found myself having to uh, recalibrate my life and what I was going to do. Started on a different trajectory to everything else and everyone else. Uh, all my peers were going to university, becoming doctors, dentists. And I found myself uh, in a place where I was like, okay, you know, I need to get smart here. I need to plan my life out. What is it that I want to do? Where do I want to go? Uh, and I started on uh, embarking on a career in uh, beauty purely because I wanted help for my skin. And uh, later on in life, when I was 21, 22, I said, you know what? I think I need to go back to university. I'm, I'm, I'm missing out on something. And I went and studied uh, uh, accountancy. Good for you. That's just an incredible <laughs> story. What's the concept behind BioLite? And, and how did you build like your services, your business model, your pricing? Tell us the story of, of actually doing the actual hard work of, of starting a clinic. So I'm going to start with the Dubai story because this is where I spent the longest time. Um, I came to Dubai uh, in 2007 and when I came here, it was literally a handful of clinics. I could literally count them on my one hand. And I thought this is a fantastic opportunity. I'd already set up a clinic in London and I was used to policies, procedures, protocols, licensing. Oh. It was all happening back then. And when I came to Dubai, that was still not there. I was like, wow, you know, there, there's an opportunity for me to set up some standards here. And when I did set up the clinic, I found that a lot of people were traveling abroad to go and do their treatments. And I was like, this has got to change. I need people to start coming to clinics in Dubai. Why are people flying out to London and Germany to have their aesthetic treatments? So I said, this, this is going to change. So I'm going to focus on creating quality and informing people that quality is available in Dubai, bringing the right technology, the right treatments, the right uh, products. I, I came up with some very interesting treatments such as, you know, the placenta facial or the 24 karat gold facial, or what was very interesting was the Japanese bird poo facial, which everyone wow. was talking about. Yes, it was, it was, it was really exciting because people had only heard about it, but I was actually bringing treatments in that the press was talking about, you know, in Hollywood or in London, um, immediately gained a lot of attraction and uh, media and people were coming and talking. And slowly but surely, the, the, the evolution of BioLite really has been happening on a, on a monthly basis. I literally went with, you know, 
a feel of how things were going to evolve because it was a new country, a new city. I really didn't know what people were looking for, but I continue to adapt and evolve. And I'm still adapting and evolving because Dubai, UAE, it's fast evolving, dynamic city. And the industry I'm in is literally constantly evolving in a blink of an island. There's a new technology, there's a new treatment, there's a new product. You just have to be always on your toes, second guessing, being ahead of the curve, constantly researching, getting your price points right. And when I think of a concept for myself, I just had one thing in mind. I just want to be the best skin clinic in Dubai. How I get there, I need to make it work. And it was purely vision. You know, it was just having a very, very defined and clear vision. Luxury, top of the range, best treatments, best equipment, go for it. <laughs> Yeah, and you have to constantly innovate, right? This is an industry where there's always yeah. new information, yeah. new things that are good for you, things that you need to be, you know, helping people with. Like I feel like the beauty industry, the medical industry is advancing so quickly and technology is helping bring new services yeah. to people to really make a difference for people. Absolutely. Um, I, I love that. And I feel like it's a, it's not an industry that's stagnant for sure. You have to always be on your no. nose to, to keep up with the growth and the patterns and the trends and the, yeah. the, the options that are available in the market. The last segment of the show talks about your method for growth and, and just reflecting a little bit about your career and advice for other people. You know, at what point did you look at your business and say, okay, I, I think I have something here. I think I'm, I, I, my business is successful. You know, it's interesting when people ask me that question because I, <laughs> every time I think I've reached a goalpost, I keep mo moving, moving the, the goalpost further and I'm like, no, no, I'm not there yet. I, you know, it's work in progress. So I'm not really sure when I'm going to actually pat myself on the back and say, yes, I'm there. I'm not there. I really am not. I'm still work in progress. But yes, when I look back at the two decades, if I can look back and say, well, I've managed to maintain a reputation and consistency uh, and growth in, in these two decades, I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. But it's now constantly, how about the next decade? Am I still going to be there? Am I still going to, once you're there, it's even harder. You keep pushing the boundaries. You keep doing more. So I'm not really sure about having reached my my ultimate point of success. I'm still, like I said, work in progress. As far as a brand, I think I've always believed, you know, I'm not a lone ranger. This is teamwork. And that's how I personally involved as, uh, evolved as an entrepreneur. Um, it's all about teamwork, being that kind of leader that can envision, empower, impassion her team and to see the same vision and to work from the same hem page. Um, very, very important. And I'm constantly, um, ensuring that my team is learning. And for those who want to get into the industry, I say, you know, do your homework. Know your strengths, know your weaknesses. Don't be afraid to take risks. Uh, get a very strong business plan in place. Be ready. Competition is out there, lots of it, but you need to be constantly evolving, innovative, and educating yourself and the people around you. 
So tell me, you know, you said you started out in 2007. There were only a couple of clinics in Dubai uh-huh. and now there's like a ton, right? <laughs> so so yes. how do you, how do you handle that? Like what's, what's your edge and how are you keeping and building your reputation and your client base? I think we're very true to what we've always stood for, which is authenticity, honesty, transparency, um, you know, uh, huge amounts of training, um, We've never, never really stopped to think about competition per se. I've always just kept my eyes on the prize. Yep. Keep going forward. I don't have ever stopped to look around and, you know, what everyone is doing. I don't stop because of the noise around me. I just focus on what I'm doing and whatever I've been doing so far has been working. So, um, definitely working. I have two more yeah. questions. So first one is about leadership. So how, how do you lead in, in this environment that is very personal? It's you're, you're dealing with people's faces and there's bodies and, you know, you're actually doing treatments on people. So leadership style with your team. How do you lead and, and, and inspire them and motivate them and manage them? Communication is key. Um, I, I think that's, it's exceptionally important that everyone is able to have a voice. So I like to listen and I like to then work around what people are saying. Um, I'm very on the ground personally. Some people would say I micromanage a bit too much, but for me, it is very personal. Everything's very personal, um, including my clients. I, you know, I think I, I take great pride in the people that walk through the door and what they have to say about you know, bylight my staff. And we're all very, very full of pride for being, you know, working in an environment that I hopefully have created a beautiful environment for everyone. Um, as far as uh, my team is concerned, I think I'm, I think if there's one thing, I'm quite an, uh, you know, emotionally intelligent leader. So I think it's incredibly important to understand what people are feeling. We're pretty much an all-female team. So, you know, uh, post-COVID, I decided my team got, you know, was going to work five days a week and not six days, which was quite the norm in Dubai. I said, it's time we started to give about, you know, give back a little bit more time to my staff, uh, which they loved. And so there's lots of little things, you know, we do a lot of, um, wellness programs for the staff as well so they get to enjoy some time for themselves uh so i'm very in touch with my staff as long as my staff are happy my you know the results are great and 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 my clients feel it so it all starts from from there from the team itself Last question. Uh, I know you have two beautiful daughters. What advice do you give to them or other young entrepreneurs who want to start their own businesses or pursue their own dreams, whatever those ideas might be? Well, I hope my girls are actually, you know, watching my work ethic because that is essential. You could have the most amazing idea. You could be extremely passionate, but if you don't have the right work ethic, it's not going to go anywhere. So there's a lot of hard work that goes in and be ready to make sacrifices, be ready to, you know, have a few sleepless nights, uh, take a few knocks, but hey, a few knocks is going to teach you some incredible lessons. Um, just be brave, take the risk. Uh, you know, um, don't let the noise around you deter you. Of course, do all the hard work. Be sure of what your concept is and be really true to yourself. Know your strengths and weaknesses. If you can't do something, 
don't go there. Hire someone else to do it. But I think it's really important that they have a mindset, a growth mindset, because a growth mindset means, you know, failure is never an option. And if even if you do take a knock, you're right up there saying, you know, I know where I'm going. Wana, thank you so much for joining us today. I, you you so inspired much. me and I, I'm sure you're inspiring <laughs> thank you. for many of our listeners today. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you, thank I really you. appreciate it. Thank you for listening to our Ramadan series brought to you by Do Business. We'll have a new episode out in just a few days. So follow us on your podcast app so you get the alert when it drops. Do, 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 do.